What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another episode of The Other Side of the Firewall, where we talk about the latest and greatest in cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who've made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, and as always, I'm joined by Shannon Times. What's up? What's up? And Levon Maynard. What's going on, everybody? What is the deal? So welcome to uh, this should be Tuesday's episode, if you're uh, tuning in in real time. Uh, definitely hit us up. Listen to uh, Monday where we talk about a lantenna attack. So if you know what that is, because uh, it's a fairly new uh, term, please check that out. That was uh, Shannon's. Uh, and then Wednesday, we'll have a discussion uh, concerning uh, women and minorities being targeted more when it comes to um, cybersecurity uh, attacks and hacks and things of that nature. And then Friday, we talk about everything else. So definitely tune in for that. Uh, without further ado, I give it to Levon for uh, today's topic. Right on. So yeah, today we have a, top, a topic courtesy of uh, CNN.com. This is from, uh, I want to say, Geneva Sands from, uh, from CNN. Uh, this article is titled TSA to impose cybersecurity mandates on railroad and aviation industries. And uh, this is a pretty, pretty cool article. Um, I'm basically going to read some of the article for you guys because it's has some great information in here, but essentially the, the Transport, Transportation Security Administration will impose new cybersecurity mandates on the railroad and the airline industries, including the reporting uh, including reporting requirements as part of the part of the uh, department effort to reduce compliance. Um, I'm sorry, to force compliance in the wake of high-profile cyber attacks on critical industries. Um, this is a courtesy of Homeland Security uh, Secretary Alejandro uh, Mayorkas, um, who announced this on on Wednesday. Um, looks like the Department Department of Homeland Security is moving to require more companies in critical transportation industries to meet a cybersecurity baseline, uh, chipping away at voluntary cybersecurity incident reporting. Um, as part of the forthcoming uh, security directive, TSA will require high-risk high risk railroad and, ra and rail transit entities to report cyber incidents to the federal government, identify cybersecurity point uh, persons, and to put together contingencies and recovery plan uh, in place, I'm sorry, in case they uh, become victims of cyber attacks. Um, that directive will be issued by the end of the year. And Mayokas said at the uh, annual Billington Cybersecurity Summit, where uh, he spoke virtually. Um, and then he, he goes on, uh, the article goes on to say that also on Wednesday, Deputy Attorney, Attorney General uh, Lisa um, Monaco, <laughs> Monaco announced that uh, for the first time, the Justice Department plans to impose substantial fines on government contractors or companies that uh, receive federal funds when they fail to follow cybersecurity standards, such as requiring requirements uh, to report ransomware attacks. And under the new initiative, the, the Justice Department will go after contractors for knowingly providing deficient cybersecurity products or services, knowingly misrepre misrepresenting their uh, cybersecurity practices or protocols, or knowingly violating obligations to monitor and report cybersecurity incidents and breaches. So to summarize this, basically, I mean, we're looking at um, you know, TSA is going to start like locking down on these uh, um, these companies, especially like the railroad and airline industries, to make sure that they are you know staying compliant or staying up to date with their cybersecurity and to make sure the reporting incidents as soon as they occur or within like you know a, a set period of time. Because um, as we know, I mean, cybersecurity has been been on the uh, uh, hot topic as of late, especially with the COVID and and. Um, as we all have heard, some of the incidents with the uh, the meatpacking product uh, company in like Brazil, and then we had an oil pipeline thing happening here in the U.S. Um, so 
I think it's great that we're having a, the federal, you know, having some, you know, some federal like mandates and and um, uh, uh, processes in place that that these companies need to follow, or there be in uh, a chance of being a, a fine, a substantial amount that can affect their business. Because um, obviously, obviously, we know that cybersecurity is, is a big thing, and that these companies need to be held up to a, a standard. Uh, they can't just be going about their business and assume that they, you know, they're secure as they need to be and have no kind of, uh, um, I don't know, maybe legal ob obligation or any kind of like, um, uh, uh, kind of like uh, uh, follow up or any kind of like a negative like reinforcement to their to their lack of cybersecurity awareness in the company. So it's good that the federal government is, is trying to step forward and um, and then take a, a big stance, a big, big uh, presence in this in this field and make sure that these companies are, are being held to uh, to a standard because um, we can't have these companies, especially with these obviously we've seen uh, a lot of companies lose data, uh, important data like we had with the uh, um, uh, reporting. Uh, I can't think of the name of the reporting that lost all the uh, uh, social security numbers and, and things of that nature. But we have to have these these companies be be held to a standard that they need to need to follow or else to be uh, find X amount of money that will, you know, come down from from the government. So, um, you know, I, I'm looking forward to seeing how this develops. I mean, obviously, the Biden administration has been kind of focused on this. It's been been a big initiative since uh, um, he's come to office, um, making sure that we're secure. Um, and uh, and I'm hoping that that this kind of like snowballs and and we get get some more uh, action out of it. And obviously, us being cyber people that are in uh, in the cyber field, I mean. This is this is gonna help us uh, help us look even better. Help us get um, more jobs in the field. These companies are gonna be looking for more cybersecurity uh, professionals that can actually uh, uphold to these these standards. And um, I'm, I'm hopeful to see what the, the future has in store for us. But um, what what do you have on this, Ryan? What do you think? Yeah, I, I definitely think you hit the nail on the head on that one. Uh, when it comes to um, regulation, I know people kind of, some, some people do not like it. They want government overreach, things of that nature. I, I get that. Uh, with this one being just um, uh, getting them on the same page, right? Uh, to to kind of find a balance between uh, these companies and the needs for them to, to properly report. Because uh, at the end of the day, companies that are in, in these sectors care about the bottom line first, right? They have shareholders, they have to maintain a certain uh, you know, uh, status per quarter and things of that nature to continue to make money uh, that may make you not the quickest on the draw to to uh, report a cyber attack or to um, discuss a breach, right? Uh, and this is very important in these industries, like especially uh, we talk about airlines, right? Uh, we, we've talked about it a couple times in the past about these these leaks or these these uh, these breaches in their security, uh, and we never even touched the railroads, right? And that's still how we get a lot of our stuff shipped across the U.S is by rail. So they also need to be protected. And both of these are very, um, they're no longer uh, solely mechanized, right? They're, they're very uh, uh, intertwined with the internet, as well as with um, uh, the databasing, data warehousing, things of that nature. So there's a lot of info out there that uh, could be um, detrimental to, to uh, I would say, people who are flying airlines, as well as to people who are uh, expecting to receive certain goods, products, things of that nature. Um, we talked about it, I, I want to say either last week or the week before, about the ports being attacked. So the, um, the Coast Guard happened to get involved because a port was, uh, was, was attacked 
due to uh, known vulnerabilities, uh, they're able to, to quickly um, stop the attack and protect, and protect the data. So the same thing needs to be available to the railroad uh, companies as well as the airlines. So I, I think oversight is is fine uh, in this in this regard. You're all in, no one's on the same page. No one understands cyber. Uh, I think there needs to be some kind of federal assistance that they need to come in and provide guidance, a framework, um, or at least integrate them into a NIST or into a FISMA or into one of those uh, to report properly, um, just to keep everybody safe. So I'm for the oversight. Uh, and as well as Levon said, this, this is an opportunity for them to actually put people in the right positions. Now, now that you have this, you need a CIO, you need a, a, a CISO of some sort, you need uh, an, an ISSO, and, a, and it just goes down the line, right? You need all these people to make sure that you are within the, the proper governance, so that way you don't receive a fine, because that's just going to take away from your bottom line. So I, I, think, I think it's a win-win. So I, I can't wait to see how it's properly implemented in the future. But uh, what, what about you, Shannon? So I, I got a couple things on this. So like, yeah, you, you make some you make some good points on there. You and Levon both make some good points on there. But this did not when I read this article, it didn't surprise me. Right. Because President Biden, and his administration came out with stuff um, that was directed more towards DOD um, when it came to cyber regulation and things like that and, and federal agencies. Right. So like when you think of aviation, right, you think of, you know, planes flying with people, whether it be cargo, whatever it may be. Right. But they're actually, they actually have rules they have to follow that are the federal, federal aviation administration is the FAA, right? So when you start thinking about that, it's like, it's only a matter of time before things that the government's hands touch already, they're going to be like, okay, now we need to make sure we go in there and secure things however we need to do it, right? And here's, here's the second and third order effects of this, right? So if you pay attention to what's going on in the news now, right, you see the big thing that people are talking about is the infrastructure bill, right? When it comes to that infrastructure bill, where is some of that money going into, right? It's going into railroads, right? It's going into railroads. You're going to start seeing it going into other things that are going to be affected by this, that if the government is going to be giving you billions and billions of dollars, you know what I mean, to make these things better, they're going to want, they're going to want to know that it's protected. They're protecting their investment, kind of, you know what I mean? So um, <clears throat> to say, okay, we just... We're not telling you you have to do it like this. We're just telling you you have to be safe and you have to report to us if something is wrong, right? So like, I I wouldn't be surprised if um, if they're paying attention to the story we had on, I think it was last week about the first uh, death based off a, a ransomware attack, right? With the nine month old child. So maybe it was something like that, right? If you're if you're gonna put money in the infrastructure and helping all these things, you're, you're kind of pushing people to, to use those services, right? So you're pushing people to fly more, use the rail, uh, railways more you know president biden loves his amtrak right like that's his, <laughs> that's his thing right don't take away his trains um but um so if you're going to push people to that you need to make sure they're protected right and that's probably i like i said i wouldn't be surprised if that was kind of the cherry on top to be like we don't need this happening to anybody you know what i mean where someone or or several people get on a plane and there's some type of ransomware attack where there's some type of bug or something and you know, the plane has some type of accident or, or whatever it may be. They just can't, you, you can't let that happen. So this, this didn't shock me. Um, paying attention to other stuff that's going on in the world, um, not just from a cybersecurity perspective, but, um, or in the nation, I shouldn't say the world, um, paying attention to what all is going on, those second and third order, order effects of putting money into these different things led me to believe that, yeah, there was only a matter of time before this came, but I'm not mad at it. You know what I mean? Again, I'm the Patriot Act guy, right? Like make sure, make sure the cherries ain't out there. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> uh, 
but yeah, this was this, this was a this was a good read. It was an interesting read for me. Yeah, definitely. Um, so we'll, we'll keep our eyes, uh, you know, on it. I'm sure it, it will further develop uh, before the end of the year because right now they're doing a campaign where they're saying like, "Hey, this is coming," and companies are already pushing back like, um, "Hey, no, we can't do this. Hey, we no, we can't do that." So they'll, they'll find uh, uh, a middle ground, or like Shannon said, if we're giving you money, then money comes with uh, strings. So if you want this modernization of the ro- railroads, then you're going to have to take this regulation to go with it, or this oversight. Uh, and again, it's just putting the right people in the right right places. So if you already have that current infrastructure in there, it's not going to be that hard of a stretch if you have the right people in the right places, right? But if you don't, then I can see you pushing back like, oh, I want to hire a crew of people to keep me safe. Well, <laughs> listen to the way that sounds. So uh, I'm, I'm sure it will uh, come to pass. So pretty excited. Um, definitely a good episode. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you, Devon. Uh, thank you for all those who are uh, tuned in, listening. Uh, please like, share, subscribe. I always forget to say that um, with, with your friends. Um, let's continue to tune in. So if you missed Monday, tune into the Monday episode where we talk about the land antenna attack. Uh, and then definitely tune in tomorrow where we talk about how women and minorities are targeted more than other groups when it comes to um, uh, hacking and cyber attacks. And then uh, Friday's episode, we talk about everything else. So definitely, definitely always looking forward to the Friday episode. And then uh, as I discussed, I believe in the last episode, uh, either next week or the week after, we'll have on uh, Mr. Gabriel Davis. He is uh, a member of uh, the Cy- Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, or CISA. Uh, for short, we'll have him on to uh, join us in a discussion uh, to be determined. So definitely continue to tune in. Hit us up at the website. That's www.theothersideofthefirewall.com where you get to our social medias. Uh, definitely um, uh, hit me up personally. I am at RyRy Security Guy. That's R-Y-R-Y Security Guy. And you can hit me up on LinkedIn, Clubhouse, Twitter, and TikTok. And you, LeVon? You can hit me up on the Twitters at LeVon Maynard. There it is. So uh, stay safe, stay secure. Take care.